Cheers, big ears. And welcome to the Beach Travel Wine Podcast. We are your hosts, Leanne. And I'm Lyle. And we are not your usual travel influencers. No, we've decided we want to be travellers that travel under the influence. Okay, good joke? Reasonable. <laughs> well, there's plenty of more where that come from. So join us as we travel the world one wine at a time. Well, we're back for our first uh, podcast today, and we are going to be talking about Paris. And uh, I have to say, we were pretty impressed, weren't we, Lyle? Yeah, very impressed. Yeah, we um, I think that um, just because it's just after the straight after the pandemic, to one of the things that uh, when we flew into uh, Charles de Gaulle, um, there was really no checking of vaxes or anything like that. It was quite quick, which uh, was quite surprising. And even when we went to the hotel, when we arrived, um, yeah, it was really quick. Um, Very seamless, so, wasn't it? I yeah, had all seamless. the paperwork yeah. there in the folder. Yeah, you know? And the taxi driver was really friendly. So, yeah, yeah it, was it was really, really good. But before we start, I want to tell you a quick story. Um, years ago, I decided, you know, like I didn't want to go to Paris because, well, it's the most visited city in the world and I'm not one to want to do what everyone else does. So I just decided that, you know, Paris wasn't for me. But then about 12 years ago, I got the opportunity to go to Paris for a day with a group of friends and... It was springtime and there was blossoms and, you know, lots of flowers and things around. It was actually really beautiful. And, you know, I went up to the top of the Eiffel Tower and I thought, you know, having a look around and I just thought this is the place where one day I want to come with the love of my life. And so, you know, fast forward 12 years later and, yeah, we've just been there with the, um, with the love of my life. Hey, darling. Thank you very much, Miss Wall. <laughs> and it was very special. It, was very, it is a very romantic city. So, yeah, we're going to tell you a bit about that today. So... I think the first thing that struck us, Lyle, wasn't it, was the, it was pretty in your face, full on, the traffic, the beeping of horns, the police sirens, I mean, it, it just sounded, was, yeah, it was all a bit overwhelming and then you just sort of sit back and realise the French people, that's just how they are and they, they don't seem to care and, you know, it was, it actually, you sort of really love it, don't you? Yeah, I think that, like, to drive on the roads, it's like Russian roulette. But, um, you know, it's obviously the, the population, I think there's about 2 million in uh, Paris itself and um, they're all trying to get on the road and go whichever way they want to go and uh, you can tell. And it's, there's a lot of um, bikes and scooters. Yeah. And luckily they've got sort of a bike lane, but, you know, there's a lot of tourists screaming around on those, which is, you know, you've got to watch yourself when you're, when you're crossing the road. So we might start, Lyle, um, where we stayed and, and what was close and what we thought of that. So you want to tell everybody where we, where we were staying? Uh, it was at Saint-Germain is the, is the district. Um, it's on the left bank. Um, couldn't have got a better location. It was absolutely fabulous. You walk across the road, you're on the, on the, on the Seine River. Um, you walk up the road probably, I don't know, maybe 500 metres and you're in the Latin Quarter with all the restaurants and the um, uh, cafe cafes um didn't feel intimidated at all um and but you, they, we'd stay there again wouldn't we it's oh a, absolutely it's a, yeah it's a it's a really good good spot it's a good base and you and you're really close to um the notre dame uh metro station which gets you you know um you know into the other places that you need to go really easily we managed that as well didn't we? sure sure and um there was a you know we got warned about the pickpockets and um but to be honest you know everybody warns you everywhere but 
you know, we really didn't see it, but that's maybe because they're good at what they do. I don't mm -hmm. know, but we didn't have any problem with it. Um, but we were aware of it, and I think if you are aware of it, um, you know, it makes it... Didn't wear all my diamonds, did I? You know, I wasn't out being flashy with all my bling. <laughs> what, what diamonds? <laughs> what diamonds? <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so, yeah, as Leanne said, with the Metro... Uh, was close and uh, pretty easy to navigate. Yeah, too. we, we, worked, we it worked it out, and uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Mm. Yeah, just as, as long as you don't panic, I suppose you just take your time, and it, it all makes sense. But we also um, we like to walk when we go to cities, and the, from where we stayed uh, in the Citadines Apart Hotel, right on the Seine, there um, we could just basically cross the road and go across cross the river um, and lots of, you know, I don't know how many bridges I counted, probably, you know, up to about 10, you can go across and back and across and back and every, you know, it's worth just going for a walk around the block because everywhere you go there's, you know, another building that's beautiful and, you know, just something, you know, and the French cafes, wow, you know, like they they are what they, um, you know, the, the stereotype, they, they live up to that, you know, the the flowers and, you know, the coffee's pretty average, just saying, sorry. But, um, you know, the atmosphere made up for, for that, didn't it? Yeah, well, when we arrived, we were pretty tired, obviously, because we, you know, basically been on a plane for about, uh, we're travelling for about 30 hours. So we went to, um, uh, just went for a walk, and um, in this little side street, we saw this little cafe. Um, it was probably about 8 o'clock at night. Um, really couldn't read the menu. But that didn't matter. Um, I think I saw duck. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, I saw what looked like uh, salmon. Um, and Started with S and ended with M. Yeah, sort of. And oh, anyway, anyway um, and it was beautiful. Hmm. Um, the, uh, they were so uh, friendly and yeah. helpful. And yeah, they, they were really good. Uh, you know, the... the, the uh, and they say, we had wine, didn't we? And oh. that's not easy to navigate on a French menu either. But yeah. they were they were they were really helpful. What do you remember? What sort of wine we had? Well, that was Chardonnay. But okay. the thing that I noticed in all the cafes we went to is in, in Australia, you've, you've got a selection of five Rieslings, five Chardonnays, five Sauvignon Blancs, five. There's one of each, yeah. and um, everywhere we went, uh, whether it was a Chardonnay or a Sancerre, or they were all good. Yeah, uh, we didn't yeah. have a bad one, did we? No, they were all good. And to be honest, the food was good everywhere too. Although the um, you did get caught one day with beer. Oh. They have a local beer, 1664, which is it, which is really nice. But yeah. don't ask for the big one. You just can't get through a big glass. In, yeah. you know, and um, So Lyle likes to try the local ones as well. Yeah, and, um, I fell for the trap twice, actually. Yeah, that uh, was a rookie error, wasn't it? All on the same day. So yeah. how good was I? Now, I went for a... I had the first one was an uh, Um Poco, I think it was called. Anyway, came out. And actually, that wasn't too bad. It was like... It tasted a, like honey. Yeah, it was like it was. It was a based honey and it was um, it was sweet. Yeah. But uh, it was okay. Like, uh, But then, about then, we went out for dinner and I thought, wow, when in, in Paris... Paris? <laughs> I thought, I'll have a go at the uh, Monaco. I'll have a crack at this one. Monaco. And uh, really what it was was just uh, a raspberry beer. Yeah, raspberry, that's right, yeah. Uh, Actually, if you, in, you know, if you, we do have a Instagram at Beach Travel Wine and um, there's some pictures there of our, our Paris trip and, um, and some story highlights. But, yeah, there's a picture of Lyle with his um, bright red beer. You know, yeah. pretending he's enjoying it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, if I hadn't have tried it, I wouldn't have known I didn't like it. So yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And one of the things I really wanted to do, Lyle, was, you know, as I said, go back to the Eiffel Tower. And we booked out, you know, like you read all the information from Australia and you, you know, they tell you, you know, to book your ticket well ahead and that sort of stuff. So we did that. And another, you know, uh, thing I read was to uh, go at sunset, you know. So I was determined to do that, you know. And anyway, long story short, um, it was very different from the Eiffel Tower surrounds when I was there 12 years ago. Everything. Now, we don't know if, it, if this was because of COVID or whether um, it's a permanent thing, but the whole bottom of the Eiffel Tower is now um, enclosed in, in a sort of perspex fence, which is actually good because then all the hawkers aren't sort of wandering around annoying you in there. But it just, and they've got, you know, some, I don't know, construction sort of equipment and that sort of stuff. And it just sort of gives the atmosphere of it's under repair and it's a bit, you know, not, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for, darling? It's, they're not really looking after it. Doesn't, it doesn't seem very loved at the moment. And the park area... Um, leading up to it, you know, was they've got most of it closed off. So the area that people can go to with their own picnics and stuff is just dry and, and, and dusty and, um, yeah. So that, that was a little bit disappointing. And then, honestly, to, to line up, it just took us hours, it seemed. You know, like everywhere you went, you know, you had to be at a certain place at a certain time. But when you got there, there was just, you know, hordes of people and it, it really is... As, as bad as they say that the the crowds that going up and you know you even when you get up the top you know you you get squashed into a lift and um and then you hop out and you can't even walk around because there's just so many people and everyone's pushing and trying to see so I I actually found that experience a bit disappointing however the Eiffel Tower itself is is spectacular you know and, and you you really need to see it in the day and at night but we just wouldn't recommend you go in would we yeah, I think, um, and the other side of it too, like they've only just um, um, changed the uh, social distancing social distancing uh, laws here the day we got here actually, and I don't know what they did with the Eiffel Tower because seriously, it was like um, it was worse than sardines. Wasn't it? Oh, it was you were just yeah. so packed in. But I the good thing though is all those the, all the different languages you hear, right? Sure, very sure. cool. Yeah, yeah, I think the thing I would do and it was recommended to us before we left was to find somewhere um, to l- that's elevated whether it be a, a taller building or wherever with a, a with an outlook that looks at the Eiffel Tower and get your photos from there I think that'd be a much better idea. Even um, walking though past it or a bit closer, like you got some great, you get some great views of it walking around. Oh yeah, and and the photos yeah. that Leanne got. Yeah, once again there on the Instagram there. Seriously, really, really good. Yeah, that yeah, it was great. Um, but the and also it's obviously where all the tourists go, so it's very very busy. Although everywhere in Paris seems busy, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So that was that was disappointing in one way, but. You know, I got some great photos and we did it together and that was nice. Sure. So, yeah. Um, I think they just need a private company to come in and take over the running of it, you know, and put some more eateries downstairs. It'd be a great place for food trucks downstairs, wouldn't yeah, it? You know, yeah, like yeah. There's one little, you know, portable cafe there trying to service everybody waiting to go up the Eiffel Tower. It's pretty... I mean, obviously they've got restaurants, but, you know, you can't get into those, you know, without months in advance. So, anyway. so sort of when you compare it to say the Louvre. Now, funny story about the Louvre. We when we first got up the next after the first that was the night, first day, I think. Uh, we well, crossed maybe. over the bridge, so we'll blame jet lag. Anyway, um, we saw this enormous building um, while we we're trying to find the Louvre, 
And so you cross over the bridge and there's these like three arches and they sort of had security people there and we just like but looked a bit intimidated and we're just like, this, is a, this must be important. Yeah, so we walked and we walked and we walked. You wanted a beer, I think. Um, that was a bit early, if you remember. Um, it was about what? 10, 10.30 would have been fine, but not 10. No, no, I think it was the first afternoon and we were looking for a beer. Anyway, I'm going to blame jet lag anyway. Anyway, oh. we looking for these, you know, the signs for the Louvre and the, you know, there were signs, and but every sort of we, where we went, we sort of come to a dead end. And anyway, finally we, we thought, well, we'll take this particular alleyway and um, sure enough, uh, it opened up to this, the biggest plaza I've ever seen uh, with this huge glass cube and it was... <laughs> triangle sort of cube. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like, it blows you away. Um, and um, what we realised is that all, there was a whole bunch of entrances. Well, it's like about three blocks, isn't it? And yeah. you can enter from any side. Yeah, so um, anyway, it was, it was fabulous. I mean... And you look at how well that was organised compared to, say, the Eiffel Tower. Mm, it, was um, much it was much, much better. Yeah. But we decided we weren't going to go in. I know a lot of people think that's terrible, but we're not ones, you know, after our experience lining up, we decided that we didn't want to do that. But what I did want to do was um, go to, um, do you remember the name of the cafe? There's like a cafe. Oh, the Louvre Cafe. No, it was like the Manly or something like that it was, I remember. Oh. Maybe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, not important. There's only one there. Um, there's a cafe that sort of is like in one of the old sort of walkways and it looks out over the um, the, the triangular part, the entrance in, into the Louvre. And um, so we the just queue. sat there. Yeah, yeah. So we sat there and we had um, coffee and croissants and pastries and felt very, and baguettes with, with little pots of jam and, you know, like sitting there like royalty, and yeah. while, um, you know, everyone else is starting to line up to go in. And um, it was, yeah, once again, there's a, there's a couple of nice photos on our Instagram with that, if you want to have a look. But um, what Lyle was impressed with, I think, you know, he didn't really want to look at the Mona Lisa because uh, the the waitresses um, that were serving us, um, and I don't know, sorry if you're easily offended and this is, you know, I don't know, whatever, sexist or whatever, but the, the waitresses were, and I think they were too, they were just stunning, they're like supermodels, so... And, what, you know, what, every time a new one came on, they were just better looking and, and just more glamorous than, which, mm. you know, than the other. And it was like a runway, wasn't it? They yeah. were going up but and down. Yeah. But, and, and interestingly, they didn't serve any of the food or the coffee. They just walked up and down. Yeah. The, guy, the guys um, and, the, and the waiters were so professional, you know, in their suits and the bow ties. And it was just And as like, soon as they hear your... your um, Accent, or you, you, they, they switch to English. They, yeah, they switch to English. They speak but, English better than we do. But you've got these supermodels just walking up and down. Yeah. Just, that's all and they, they got, did. Well, you know, to be fair, the guys were pretty nice to look oh, at. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm not sure where, whether the equality uh, deal has reached there, but you definitely didn't get a job there if you weren't attractive, mm. either male or female. But it, and it was, look, it was great. And <coughs> I had some apricot jam to die for. It was really yeah, good. You did um, like that. So after that, we de- we looked out and Lyle said, "Oh, that's the Arc de Triomphe." And I said, "Don't be ridiculous." And anyway, it, it was. And I was so um, I don't know, blown away by how um, close everything was when you you know on the when when we got going. So we decided we we're going to walk because that's another thing I wanted to do was you know go up the Champs Elysees. With, with with Lyle and, um, you know, sit in, in the cafes and, and so on. Um, 
But it was, um, once again, though, that, like it was really, it's very dusty, Paris, in some places, isn't it? And mm. there was wind and, and um, yeah, and the paths were all, before you got to the actual beginning of the Champs-Élysées, was through the park were all gravel. So, and lots of people, and so that was a bit, um, you know, we sort of got a bit of a coughing fit there. But once we got up to the um, the beginning of the, the Champs-Élysées, you know, you just, you know, you're blown away by the shops and, you know, the buildings and, um, yeah, it was pretty nice. Um, so then we, yeah, wandered up there and decided we were going to go up the uh, Arc de Triomphe, and this just shows how, you know... Um, dumb we are. Oh, oh, that's a bit harsh, <laughs> but yeah, okay, dumb. Um, you know, I thought there'd be a lift. So, you, you know, you sort of go in this turnstile and, you know, it looks like you're going into a lift and pay your money to go up the Arc de Triomphe and then all of a sudden you're faced with 17,000 bloody stairs. And um, I've got a bit of a dicky leg, a bit of an old war injury, and it just, oh, my God. But once you sort of get started and there's people come behind you, you can't stop, right? And it's spiral and you're just going up and up and we're puffing like old mofos, weren't we? It was Yeah, anyway, we, we got to the top and sat down on a chair and... All these other people are coming up past us like, what's wrong with you old farts? But anyway, it was, look, you need a medium level of fitness, that's all I can say. Um, yeah. And, yes, it was, once you get up there, though, like, wow, that's a nice view of the Eiffel Tower and you sort of see all the roads sort of, you know, spreading out from from the, the roundabout there and um, the tree-lined streets and, you know, you get a really good perspective of everything from there, don't yeah, you? It's very, yeah, it's very what you expect Paris yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, the thing that got me, really, is how they negotiate this uh, roundabout, which is really what it is. It's a roundabout, but it's got 12 entrances into the roundabout. And how to how you negotiate that in a car well, or a bicycle yeah, right. or Bicycles, whatever? Buses coming in, <laughs> and then we then you see tourists in the middle of the road, stopping to take better shots. That's right. The, they just stop, like you know, like in, and and uh, of the Arc de Triomphe, and you just think, man, you know, you gave it to me. Dresses, you know. And then we realised it was time for a beer. Oh uh, yeah, we did too. Yeah, so we we uh, found a little cafe that had a view. Um, so we could still see the, the, the Arc de Triomphe and we had a beer, which uh, was really good. Yeah, that was nice. And the weather was warm. The weather was warm. Yeah. It was really, really nice. Yeah. The only disappointing thing, as Lance said, was probably the, the wind. Yeah, it was a bit dusty, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, and the dust. But, you know, that's, that's sometimes it won't have that, obviously. So then we, we yeah, after uh, our beer and a bit of a coughing fit, um, we decided we were going to walk home and um, we knew which way to go and somehow we ended up at the bottom of the Eiffel Tower, com- the complete opposite way from where we wanted to go, but it was worth it because I got some nice pickies again. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I... it is impressive from the bottom, so I it was happy sure. with that. So then we just walked all the way along the sign because once you're on the river, we're our hotel, um, you know, that's what we always try and stay near the water when we go away because it's just like we can't get lost if we go close to the water, right? Yeah, <laughs> but however, we've, I've got, we've got a mention what? The street with all the very, very, very oh, flash yeah. uh, restaurants, um, bistros. Uh, and shops. And shops. Well, it's, you know, it's all the labels. It's, you know, the House of Dior and uh, Chanel and Gucci. Some I've never even all heard of. there. But then there's this one street that you, draw, you walk down and you can tell it just oozes money. Bentleys. And, and yeah, yeah, so the, the, the chauffeurs are out the front. Um, you know, cleaning the Bentleys and yeah. the Maseratis and the, 
and that's yeah. just off the shops that shops yeah yeah the ferraris yeah. yeah and um and you and you walk past the restaurant and obviously uh, it's just to be seen there and of course the the maitre de lady is just another supermodel and but the, then we see this guy pull up um on the side of the road pretty much on the pedestrian crossing and he jumps out of the car and it's a Maserati and it looks fabulous and he's got the singlet on and the muscles and the, the you know typical gold chain he looks like he was straight out of a movie anyway he just leaves the car there on the pedestrian crossing and walks into the restaurant man oh I'm, he's greeted though by three or four of the oh, sure, sure. the restaurant staff yeah you know? and you just think wow yeah. this is Actually, only in Paris Got a nice photo of that one too, with um, the green Bentley out the front and the little red, you know, awnings everywhere. That was that was really nice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so we walk, so we like to walk along the Seine, and you know, there's a few places closed off, but you can walk all the way along, either right along the bottom of the river or a path up above, and and so um, yeah, we decided we were thirsty again by then, didn't we? So um, we found a little cafe sort of right on the Seine. Um, um, and that they were really nice too. They were really helpful, and yeah, you know, we just had a, a beer there and a oh, you had a, uh, a focaccia, I think. Anyway, focaccia, sandwich. yeah, yeah, just a um, sandwich. It was, you know, just so pleasant though sitting yeah. there, you know, like um, and, and there's, there's lots of little places like that along the Seine, and that's just something nice to do because you're not then sitting looking at the traffic, you know. There's all the long tourist boats and um, mm. even the sort of barge sort of boats. There's always something happening, um, and it's a really actually quite a nice river you know and it was right near um i should know that we should know the names of all these things we're talking about Lyle. we have pretty slack travel people like the bridge that huge bridge you know with all the gold oh that's um alexander the the third that was a a russian um uh, that was on the uh hop on hop off bus oh i wasn't uh, listening yeah so yeah liam was busy, busy, I was busy taking, taking photos. photos and i was listening to the commentary yeah it was a gift to the um to the French from the Russians. And, oh, the uh, whole bridge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Basically. Well, that's worth looking at because it's, yeah, it's shiny gold, shiny, shiny, shiny. Anyway, so, yeah, so that's sort of, um, you know, that the main sort of things we, we did sort of walking and, and checking out the city, um, yeah, on, on that first day. No wonder we were tired and our legs were, were stuffed. So, hey. Yeah. yeah. And then... Was it the next day we decided to do hop on, hop off, or we no, went to no, the no, Palace no. of Versailles, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah Lars palace. always wanted to do that, so we we booked a tour um, <laughs> from home because you just, I don't know, it's just easier, you know, and you we had to go to our pick-up point, and it was a four-hour bus trip and a common, you know, a guide and everything, and look, it was interesting, but honestly, we're not tour people, you know. It was actually, we got a bit bored, and um, you're on a bus with a whole lot of, tourists and um well so are we i know but we just sort of like to do things at our own pace and we did find out later um there's a metro um right that right where we're staying that would take us all the way to versailles um and it's not that big a place that you can't walk from um, the train station to the palace um but the palace is like gobsmackingly yeah, gorgeous. Um, more gold, and you know. Um, yeah, just to go back a step. Just, okay. Sorry, Liam, but it's not. It wasn't four hours the the bus trip. 
It was um, the whole tour from the start to finish. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it took you an hour in the traffic to get to Versailles. But it's Versailles. only eighteen minutes on the. Yeah, but it's only eighteen minutes on, on the, the metro. Metro. So, so. Um, but it, it, what it is is these huge buses in the traffic and these small streets. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, but f- to be fair to the tour, um, uh, Francois was our tour guide. He was great, like typical French. Yeah, um, he was fabulous, wasn't he? But he was very, very friendly, very, very patient with uh, everybody. Um, but he knew every painting. He knew the history about the whole thing. Every so, room, every yeah. bed, every... So if you're really yeah. interested in that sort of stuff, he was perfect. You, yeah. you give him, you know, 10 out of 10. For us... You know, a bed's a bed. Um, Mary Antoinette's, uh, um, where she had her children, that sort of thing. I don't know why. It just uh, thought, wow. Yeah, that was it. Was the original bed cover yeah, on everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that tapestries. Was, and yeah, stuff. that was sort of um, and to see. My uh, wow, though, was the the hall of mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I probably should have listened to the commentary on that too, but I don't know how many chandeliers are in there. Yeah. Well, it was basically at the time when they did it, the mirrors were the biggest men, um, single pane. Yeah, that could be manufactured at that yeah. time. So it was all a bit of a show off. Look what we can do. So they yeah. did a whole room, not yeah. just like a normal room, like a massive room. Well, they did say that, um, and they admitted it, uh, or the tour guide admitted it, that the, they were trying to compete with the Italians mm-hmm. and Rome, and um, they wanted to be better than them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but it was like it was it was outstanding. Yeah, um, and the gardens. Actually, just yeah. Sorry to interrupt again. Um, we it was when we were there. It was like storming, like and um, pouring rain when we were indoors. And lightning. Then, yeah, lightning. Yeah, yeah. And then the storm sort of stopped or finished. And as we went out into the gardens, um, so there was a fair, fair bit of water around, but um, we didn't. Well, there was another storm coming, so we didn't get a lot of time in the gardens. Which I think I think you can actually go in the gardens for free. Um, but I would definitely do that. I would go and spend more time wandering around the gardens. They're massive, they're beautiful, they're manicured, there's, you know, patterns, there's statues. It was, it was just, just stunning. There are some pickies. We've got some of those as well So, um, on our Instagram. But, yeah, you just... And then it's sort of... You could feel the storm coming again, so we went back inside, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. But you've always wanted to go there. Yeah. It's, you know, like you, you don't... You can't describe how big it is. Yeah. Um, obviously, you don't get to see all of it because a lot of it was like um, the um, staff quarters and things, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really beautiful. I'd be surprised, like some people, we did the half-day tour. Um, other people did a whole-day tour. I'm not sure what you do on a whole day. Um, yeah, I don't know if they did other stuff in Versailles or not, but it's a it's a trendy little spot too. It's oh, worth, yeah. I'd, yeah. See, I'd... I think I would get the Metro to Versailles. I'd have a little explore there. I'd, I'd go the to the palace. the town part yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah, I'd go to the palace and, um, yeah, try and dodge some crowds for some pickies. Um, there's a few Instagrammers there, wasn't there? You know, all trying to get their, oh, yeah. <laughs> their photos from different angles and their outfits. It's quite funny. Yeah, there was Miss Korea in 1956. Yeah. Um, she was, uh, she, I don't know how many photos she took of herself rather than... The actual mirrors and, and, yeah, and the place know. itself, but um, anyway, she had a great outfit on. on. Yeah, she did. Yeah, that she hat did. was she pretty did. cool. She, she looked nice. Yeah, monogrammed hat with little diamantes. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was our our day at um, um, at, at at Versailles. 
So one of the things I would recommend that you do, and you'd probably agree, Lyle, is, um, and we only did this on day three, we probably, you know, I think should do it um, at the beginning, and is that's to get on a hop-on, hop-off bus because, and if you do it early, there's no one else around, you know, because uh, even though we'd basically walk to all the places, it was actually really nice to get a different um, perspective on it and the commentary, which you said you enjoyed, Lyle. Yeah, that talks about the history of, you know, and why this happened and why that happened and and about Napoleon and the Arc de Triomphe and, um, and they don't take themselves too seriously. Mm. Um you know, they talk about Napoleon building all this stuff and how he was really just big noting, really. <laughs> Show <laughs> he, off. Showing off that he'd had these victories and, and that sort of stuff. But I think that... Um, You'd do it early and get a two-day pass, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, well, there was a couple of things we were recommended to see, which was the... Uh, uh, was it the Opera House and the uh, Madeline Palace? Mm. Um, now, they were probably the only two things that... Um, we didn't see on that first big day walk. Mm. We did see them on the uh, hop on, hop off, and both of them were closed. Mm. So no, the opera house wasn't closed. No, the, but the, 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 the was Madeline one. was, and there yeah. was another one that was. There closed. was one other one, but then we can't remember. But no. uh, yeah, so just check if you if you you know go into Paris because they just randomly shut them down for maintenance and yeah. you know whatever. The opera house was open, but it was on. It was so busy. Remember? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think that, um, but in saying that, when you say this, things are so busy, well, there was the last day we were there, we went for a walk. It was just, early, wasn't it? It was earlier. And it was um, the Department of Justice, which is a supposedly a really build, beautiful building. Well, it is a beautiful building, yes. but inside. But we were interested in just really going for a walk. We could have just walked straight in. And that was yeah. about 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, it was on a Sunday, I think. Um, yeah, so definitely go early. If you want to see things, go yeah. early. And I th- I'm sure the same would be for the Eiffel Tower or mm-hmm. anything else. But and it's not like Spain uh, where you can go out late at night to get a feed either because no. we, we got caught one night where we only could find, it was about 11 o'clock, I think, and um, everything was shutting up and that was like yeah. a Friday night, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that so. was a pasta. However, the pasta was great. Yeah, it And was so nice. was the wine. Yeah. So. See, and, uh, and that's another... Um, place that you know we talk tell people about is the latin quarter which we mentioned earlier um but it's uh like wow you know like just block after block of cafes and restaurants and um just french atmosphere and people and like it's where you go it's yeah it's great if you like people watching paris is the place to do it you know if you're not into really big crowds and that sort of thing not so much but if you want to sit down have a glass of wine or a coffee and just watch the world go or the Parisians it was fabulous and I think and I couldn't believe the young teenage the amount of young teenagers very young cities yeah in groups yeah definitely a young place Mm. Um, we fit right in didn't we yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're we're dreaming Um, that's why we were sitting back watching rather than doing anything but um, it's just interesting you know like they're riding around on their scooters and they've got they're shopping with them or they've got a friend in front of them or they've got a dog or I remember uh, there's this lady she's actually she looked about my age so not too old and she had like long blonde hair and a long hot pink coat on all the way down to the her feet and she's zipping by on a scooter 
and on the front of the scooter, on the handlebars, was a white cockatoo from Australia, a white Australian cockatoo, flapping its wings as she was riding around the streets of Paris, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, you see, it's just things that you wouldn't normally see and that everyone just fits in. Nothing's out of place. It's yeah, really, yeah. really nice. And the fashion, um, as Leanne said, she saw more guys wearing handbags, and I mean really nice handbags, yeah. than uh, women. So it's, it's sort of the, anything goes. And often the guys with handbags were with their girlfriends and their yeah, handbags yeah, yeah, were sure. better than their girlfriends. Yeah. Handbags, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but what a good idea because, like, I don't know. Like, you need somewhere to put all your lipstick and stuff, don't you? Well, yeah, you get, sure, sure, sure. Get, get you one for your little yeah, you know, yeah, that, perfume uh, and your yeah. Yeah, little touch-up stuff that you put on. Touch-up stuff? I'm you not know, sure on your nose, that. like the foundation. Oh, my nose. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I thought you were talking about something else. No, no, no. Um, but, um, yeah, look. So the, so the Latin Quarter is, is beautiful. Yeah. Um, and the food, like, it's about what you'd expect as pay in Australia. Mm. Um, it looks cheap because it's in euros, but we're yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, and we've just used our card, our, um, our ING. ING debit card, and you just tap. Sometimes you sign, um, but we, we haven't had a problem using that anywhere no. um, at all, uh, which has been good. Um, we used a bit of cash a couple of times. So, um, yeah. We did get ripped off once, though, Like, um, oh, yeah. and, but it's our fault. Like we After we... I think I'm back to the day where we, you know, did the 17,000 steps and stuff and our legs were killing us and yeah. this is when we came down off the Eiffel Tower and we just like, I just can't walk home, Lyle, I just need a taxi. We knew it wasn't too far. Anyway, the, asked the guy how much and he said 32 euro and I'm like, really? He said, yes, it's night time in Paris, you know. And I'm like, and I said, Lyle, 32 euro and we're just, you know, not, not smart enough to try and barter or try another one, so we're so sure. I mean, he was lovely. He was a local guy and telling us how welcome we were in Paris and everything. But, you know, for 50 bucks, it was, took us like, you know, it's, it's about three kilometres. Yeah, yeah, but he, he, he was telling us how he was, he was born two blocks from the Eiffel Tower. And, but, like, but sure, did he rip us off? Was it a rip-off? Absolutely. But he was a nice guy, yeah. like, so friendly. And, also, uh, it's okay to rip someone off if you're nice. Well, it's better than being, a, you know, An rude. asshole. Yeah, yeah so from that point of view. But well, we made the decision to, to yeah. go with him. Yeah, we, was, we were over it but mm. pretty much by that stage because mm. that was the day that we walked and walked and walked and walked. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think you can, because then, then on our last day when we got a taxi from our hotel to the train station, which is, like, further than the Eiffel Tower, it cost us 10 euro. Yeah, it was good. And the guy was really friendly as well, you know. Um, So the the idea that, um, and we've heard it ourselves, that the Parisians, their arrogance and all that sort of stuff, um, we never saw it. No. If anything, they were the opposite. And if you did try and speak a bit of French, which you do fall for the trap of trying to do it, um, they're really patient, and you know, if you say it wrong, they'll have a giggle and they'll tell you. Well, when uh, Lars says speak French, we can say merci beaucoup. Yeah, merci beaucoup, and um, yeah, and look at bonsoir, bonsoir, bonsoir. And, if you um, say bonsoir, that means have a good night. Yeah, uh, bonsoir and uh, bonjour, and there was a few, but anyway, we. Oui? Um, there wasn't a lot, but that's, a, that's all I can say. <laughs> but people like you to say, you know, mercy. Yeah. Mercy. But, yeah. yeah, and as long as you yeah. go, I think, too, the other side of it, too, is always have a smile on your face. Mm. You know, that's what that's my It's a bit experience. hard not to have a smile on your face in Paris, though. 
Fair call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but definitely wear, like, oh, this sounds like the old Nana coming out of me now, but definitely wear comfortable shoes. Like, um, I mean, obviously the locals walk around in some pretty fancy shoes, but those cobblestones, you know, mm. like, they, they get me every time. So, yeah, you definitely want comfortable shoes and, you know, you um, want to take, you know, a bit of sunscreen with you and stuff too because it can um, get a bit... It was a bit warm when we were there. First day was like 31 degrees, so, um, yeah. So we'll probably go to our last night now, Lyle. It was one of our favourite times, you know, because remember back at the beginning of the story I said I wanted to, you know, be in Paris with the love of my life and the Eiffel Tower didn't... (laughs) Lyle's just doing a little, you know, jig for me now. I was thinking he's so clever. I can't see that, Lyle. No, fair enough. Thank goodness. And I'm not sure why you had to tell them. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Anyway. Sorry, sorry. Um... But so, as, as I said, the Eiffel Tower didn't turn out to be as romantic as I hoped, but our last night in Paris, which, you know, we didn't really know what we are going to do, um, turned out to be very, very, very nice. And so we started with dinner um, back in the Latin Quarter again and um, with another... Oh, that's, when, that's the night you had your red beer. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That, <laughs> a bit of a slow start to yeah. the night, but... Um, and then we walked across a bridge, and there's a little island in the middle of the Seine, yeah, isn't correct. it? And yeah. there's a little bar there, and we, you know, because we, we decided we were just going to watch the sun go down at the Louvre, if we could. And um, But as we were walking there, you know, the view across the the Seine to the Eiffel Tower, you know, was just too too beautiful not to, to miss. And... Um, we actually found a spot on the bridge, which was pretty easy, and got some beautiful um, photos and videos of the teal boats going down the Seine. And you know, it was just you get really got caught up in the moment of how beautiful that was. And then we we tore ourselves away from that, and um, this time we knew how to get to the Louvre and where it was, so that made it a bit easier. And we just walked straight through those arches, didn't we? Yeah. And um, as we came through the arches, you could just hear this. Violin. Um, yeah, you you thought that was pretty good, didn't you? Oh, unbelievable! This lady um, playing the violin in the arches below the arches, and obviously the acoustics of it were oh, fabulous. That's true, they were. And um, she was brilliant. I mean, she was. It was like being on a movie set. It was hauntingly beautiful, wasn't yeah. it? You know, um, the the violin and and you were sort of standing there mesmerised with her, but I could see the. Um, you know, the... the cube. Um, why do they call it a cube? It's a triangle. It's, it's a cube. Is that's it really? That's what they call it, yeah. Okay, okay. He says cube, I say triangle. Anyway, whatever it is, whatever it's called, the entrance to the Louvre. We're so um, knowledgeable and sophisticated, aren't we, Don? Um, so I could see the sun sort of starting to set and the colours coming through that. So um, I kept, I walked out and, um, you know, I just stood there and was like in that big square again. And instead of being bright, beautiful blue sunshine, it was like oranges and and purples and you know, like there was a sort of a hush in the. In, there was a few people, obviously, but it, it wasn't noisy. It was almost like everybody was holding their breath, waiting, just looking at it, and were, and were mesmerised from from it. Right? Yeah. yeah. But even the night skies are different blue than home. Yeah, yeah. probably because there's lots of lights, I guess. Yeah, but, but it's still. Yeah. But it's. I think I took. Wow. Six, I don't know, 569 photos or something. Well, you know. I think you're probably calling it a bit short there. Yeah, I think there might have been more than that, but anyway. <laughs> but I did get some beautiful, you know, photos of it, which will be a nice memory for us and, um, you know, check it out on our Instagram at Beach Trouble Wine. But also um, then we decided to be a bit 
bit touristy, a bit, bit silly, and um, we're doing the trying to get the photo where you touch the top mm. of the thing. We had a bit of fun fun doing that too. Um, yeah, Leanne made me do that, but that's okay. Yeah, it was funny though. It was fun. I, this, everyone liked the photo. That's what matters, you know. It's about the likes, isn't it? Sure. I don't know. Is, is it? I'm not sure about that, but anyway, whatever, you know, rocks but your so boat. So we just sat there and just, we yeah, we watched it. But, you know, there's only so long. The, the sun takes forever to set, doesn't it? Like it was just going on and on and, and we were just getting thirsty and thirstier, I think. So yeah. we decided then we were going to cross back over the bridge and um, that's where we had a, another drink at a little cafe there on the Seine, didn't we? Just watching people pull up on their bikes and, yeah, it was, um, and we just wandered on home and, um, we've been sleeping like um, demons. That's probably not a saying. Sleeping really well is. is yeah, um, we've been able to have um, a sort of a bit of siesta in the afternoons, um, which has been good because then you go out and you're fresh at night. But just go to you know, I'd like to um, talk about the food a little bit. The food is oh, yeah. fabulous. Um, uh, the bakery. They talk about the bakery in uh, in France, uh, and, and and actually when we booked in you know the first thing they talk you talk to you about is where the local bakery is you know mm. it's so important to the french um and it was and the and the bread is great and the croissants are great yeah and the baguettes are great they're better and, than yeah yeah they're better in france aren't um they? and i like some of the meals i had i had a pork uh they're not they're not a big meal they don't serve big meals i must say but um, that pork one was one of a uh the menu of the day sort of thing with three courses, was it? Was no, that the... no, no, no. Oh, it was okay. the one that was, the, it was when we walked right through the Latin Quarter. That Latin was. Oh, I know. We're a little yeah. bit out of it. Yeah. And um, I the, gave you a bowl of mashed potato with it or something. Yeah, and I had, um, but it was uh, pork fillet with cherries, and it was beautiful. Yeah, um, like toasting, yeah. And then the, the the following night, I just had some fish and chips, which were cheap. Um, and I thought, and it was just fish and chips, but the fish was great. Um, and then they do uh, like a three-course um, lunch. Yeah, know? we did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know how they say it in French, but it's it was eighteen. Yeah, it was eighteen euro, and it was uh, I had. We well, can choose. You can choose three courses. Yeah, yeah. And there was a selection of probably five for yeah, each I had course. A, a French onion soup was was so good, a bit better than the yeah. old um, Heinz French onion soup you get at home in a tin. And uh, I had pâté twice, the French pâté, duck pâté twice, mm. both times. Spectacular. Yeah, it, um, and that dessert you had, remember that? Oh, one? cream caramel. Oh, yeah. cream caramel. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, caramel. That's, that's how they say it in France. <laughs> um, yeah, cream caramel, whereas we say cream caramel. Um, it was beautiful, like yeah. seriously. It's, yeah, you uh, did enjoy that. That was at the Notre Dame Cafe and you could actually see the Notre Dame um, and they had big fresh... Yeah, that's right, yeah, that's right. Big yeah, big fresh um, bunch of roses on the table. And, yeah. yeah. They, the guy spoke... The Six way, languages. Yeah, like he was amazing. He was switching between Spanish and French and English and Arabic. Arabic and, yeah. And whatever else. Yeah, it was, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, so we, we, we did enjoy the food. Um, mm. Yeah, we didn't overdo it though, and we, you know, like we, and we get home and you know we have a bottle of fr- wine and we just couldn't even have a glass. We just were so tired. We, <laughs> yeah. I would say that we um, we did struggle with, um, I guess, jet lag. Like we normally don't get jet lag coming to Europe, but we did. Um, so, you know, four days in Paris, you know, you probably, you know, you wouldn't make that your first stop, or you'd at least have an extra couple of days just to. Um, 
just to sort of get over that that jet lag, you know, and the swollen ankles and stuff. Um, do you think? Yeah. And the, but the the hotel is you know saying before like how noisy and in your face it is in such a vibrant way though like it's not a it's not bad yeah um, but when you you can't hear it in the room no that's right the hotel was quiet oh, it was as quiet as quiet um sun comes up early in summer well it's not quite summer here but um nearly at the end of spring and it sun's up at like six in the morning and it's not dark till about 10 and like even then it's not really dark i don't know if it ever gets really like pitch dark in paris like with all the lights and stuff so um, but you felt, did get up at one stage. You one of, on one of the earlier days. You got up four well, a.m. Oh, you went for a walk. Yeah, I did. Early. Um, early in the morning, and it was like some of the photos Land got, just with nobody in the street. Yeah, uh, was just well. Then the, such a contrast. Sure. To yeah, all the, the other photos yeah. that you had, because they were they were full of people, and, um, and seeing the city just come alive. Yeah. And yeah. I think the thing I liked about that time of day, I, I do love cities early in the morning when it's peaceful. Um, the Seine was like so still, and I got some like, nice shots with the reflections of the bridges and and rivers and trees and stuff. It was really nice. Obviously, that um, I'm jumping all over the place here, but the not not to drown is not open no. um it had the, the fire was on the 15th of april 2019 um and there's obviously a lot of work going on there um and they're hoping to have it open for the 2024 olympics, olympics yeah. yeah that's that's the plan but they've put the front of the notre dame to um, fabulous use use they've got a huge big pop-up tent that's a bakery full of every um uh french Pastry, yeah, that you could imagine, you know. Um, they've, got, they've got, like, DJs there and stuff. Where did we see another DJ? Oh, oh. in the shopping centre. Oh, <laughs> We God. went to an amazing modern shopping centre. Prima, sort of. Prima Timmer. Prima Timer or something it was, was called. It? The actual... it's, it's sort of right there in the main part near they, um, the Opera House yeah. and um, the, the Louvre in that sort of area. And we got off the hop-on, hop-off bus there and the, in the commentary it says, oh, you don't go there to to buy anything because you can't afford to. And it's at this huge um, apartment store, uh, department store. And, you know, the only thing you can really have is buy a coffee there. And it was unbelievable. Yeah, there were, I don't know how many floors there were. We did about three. And sort of every, every shop is glass, you know, and you don't really... It's like a big department store, but they're all separate. And it's got every brand that you can Im- imagine and, you know, every brand that you have never heard of and it's um yeah it just smells like the perfumes and like it just smells amazing doesn't it and there is a dj yeah that's right in the middle of the shopping center and the music actually there's outside you know outside the shop it's playing it's the 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 music's um playing they've got like about a million fairy lights all flashing and yeah yeah, colors it was yeah we we felt a bit daggy in our denim shorts and joggers yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. And, our, and our jackets tied around our waist, you know, yeah. with our cross, my cross shoulder bag and lie with these little, you know. Yeah, I did notice <laughs> that none of the uh, assistants in there were approaching us yeah. to help us. We obviously so. didn't like we had any money to buy anything, to yeah. be honest. But anyway, that was a bit, that was, um, that's maybe, did, I did feel like an old daggy nana that day. But anyway, that's okay. That's what I am. It's all good. We, at least we're out having a nice time. Yeah. So that's that's our um, you know our four days in Paris. Um, so any regrets? Oh yeah, going up the Eiffel Tower. That, I wouldn't do that. That's the only thing because it just wasted three hours of our time, and 
Um, I would just prefer to look at it from the outside, to be honest. That's, that, 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 that would be it. And that we didn't do the hop-on, hop-off bus earlier because um, it's good value and, you know, um, it's, I just think you get a good overview of where things are. Yeah, I think we could have spent probably another week there. A week, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I loved it. I just felt like I was in a movie, on a movie set the whole time I was there. And there's so many places that, you know, people were sending me messages saying go here and go there and we just couldn't fit it all in. And so, you yeah. know, thanks to all that, those suggestions, yeah. you know. Like, but um, what, give me your number one sort of memory of, of Pat Ree. Oh. Oh, obviously the sunset. Yeah, on the last night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. And do you think Paris is overrated? No way. No? No way. And do you think it's the most visited city for a reason? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And hopefully we'll come back? Uh, I'm pretty sure we will. Yeah. I think we'd just stay in the same place too. I think it's perfect. Sure, sure. But we'd stay probably another week, I think, you know. And maybe if I can talk... Leanne into maybe having a look around France more, the Loire Valley and, you know. Yeah, I'd like to. I love the language too, so I didn't put that in before. So I, Lyle and I have been trying to learn Spanish, me for years. Lyle's only been at it for a couple of years and we're doing okay. But I think I want to learn French now. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, just yeah, I just love listening to them talk. And this little girl was talking to her dad, Papa, on the on the train. Like this, yeah, it's a it's a beautiful language for a beautiful country and just yeah, beautiful city. Anyway, uh, we loved it. So hopefully we've um, got some helpful information um, from our first uh, podcast, all about Paris. Um, as I said, we do have a, a Instagram at Beach Travel Wine. Um, or you can email us at leanne at beachtravelwine.com if you have any questions or suggestions. You know, it's, um, we're new to this podcasting, but we're hoping that you might um, come along. And our next one will be um, all about London. We're having a week in London. So uh, we look forward to catching up or you catching up with us then. Bye.